Welcome to According to the Scriptures, where doing things according to God's Word is of eternal importance to us. I'm Kyle Webb, your speaker, and I thank you for joining us today. We are continuing our study today of how the world can affect our worship, how the world can influence the church and our service in it. We have been studying from 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And today we're going to move into chapter 12 and discuss the unity within the church and how the church is to be united. Now, allowing worldliness to come into the church does have a great effect upon our unity as members of the Lord's body. And specifically here, Paul is addressing with the Corinthians the influence the world has had upon their unity with one another as members of the Corinthian church. Some thought themselves to be more important than others, and some placed others on a pedestal above themselves. But ultimately, they were not what God desired them to be. They were not the one body. They were not united as God desired them to be. And so Paul is going to address that in this chapter and how they can make changes in order to be what God wants them to be. I want to begin reading in the middle of the chapter, and then we'll tie in later on the beginning and the ending of the chapter. But let's pick up reading in verse 12, and let's just start by reading verses 12 and 13, and notice how God wants them to be one body. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, beginning with verse 12, and I'm reading as always from the New King James Version. For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. We're going to stop there for just a moment, and I want you to notice here what Paul is saying, what Paul is is telling the Corinthians here. As the body is one and has many members, the body is one body. Uh, He says at the very end of verse 12, so also is Christ. Christ is the head of the body. He is the head of his church. And we need to recognize that first and foremost, because if we don't recognize Christ as the head of his body, then we are already not what God wants us to be. But 
under Christ, each of us, we are members of one body. We are brought together into one body under Christ as the head of this one body. We as members are the church. Now, there are those that in denominations, they believe we think this, we teach this, we do that. You may do something different, but we're all uh, together. We're all one body. No, that's not how it works. Each member does different things. That is true. But it is all in relation to Christ as the head. We are the members of one body. We are united into one body. We are united in our belief. We are united in what we teach and speak uh, as is addressed in the first chapter of 1 Corinthians. But we all make up one body. We are united in what we do in relation to that one body, but we are united in one body in Christ. And though the body has many members, the members form but one body. Now, let's notice also what unifies us. In verse 13, For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body. Baptism unites us in this body. Ephesians chapter 4 Verses 4 through 6. There is one body and one spirit. Just as you were called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. There is but one body. And there is but one Spirit, and we are united by one Spirit. For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body. It also says here in Ephesians chapter 4 that there is one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. We are united in baptism. On the day of Pentecost, when the Jews heard Peter's sermon, they were cut to the heart. They said, Men and brethren, what shall we do? And Peter's answer to them in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the gift of the Holy Spirit. Let every one of you be baptized. Repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. As Jesus says in Matthew chapter 28, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. It doesn't matter what we say, whether it be those three or if we baptize in the name of Jesus Christ. That's exactly what this baptism is. It is baptism into Christ. We're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. 
For what purpose? As Peter says here in Acts chapter 2, it is for the remission of sins. For the forgiveness of sins. That is the purpose of baptism. And we are united when we are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And then he goes on to say that we receive something when we are baptized in, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. No matter who we are, no matter where we're from, no matter our nationality or, or, or the color of our skin, we are united in baptism. Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Go back to what is said in verse 13 of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, we have all been made to drink into one Spirit. So regardless of, or of nationality or other differences, here one of the biggest differences was between the Jews and the Gentiles. And so that is one of the things that is mentioned first and foremost. But no matter who we are, and again, no matter where we're from, no matter anything else that might make us different, we are all saved by the power of the gospel. We are brought into unity with one another as members of one church by the gospel and by our baptism, by our obedience to the gospel message that has been delivered to us. We are also united in the one spirit of God as is stated in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, and also here in chapter 12 and verse 13 of 1 Corinthians. We are united by baptism. We are united in the one Spirit of God. And later Paul will address something else. He will address how this body is united in each member's love for the other in chapter 13 that we'll get into in a later lesson. But ultimately here, Paul is addressing the need for unity within the one body. Now, let's go back to the beginning of the chapter because I think this is what ties all of it together. Uh, as we read in verses 12 and following, you have Paul's address of unity, but why? What's the reason that he is addressing it? What is the, the meaning here? Let's go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 1. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles, carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. 
In verse 4, he says, There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another interpretation of tongues, but one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 10, Paul says that there be no divisions among you. And he says, but that you speak the same things, that you be of the same mind. There are not to be divisions among them. But what was dividing the Corinthians? Their regard for spiritual gifts. The division of the Corinthians was ultimately caused by their high regard for spiritual gifts and those who had them. Some gifts and those who had them were seemingly of more importance than others at least from their perspective. And so they were making these spiritual gifts that that had become idols to them. Go back to verse 2. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. They they, They took these things and they made them into idols. They made them something to worship, and that was not what God intended. These spiritual gifts were intended to show the power of God, to show that He is the true God, to show the way to Christianity. And so what the Corinthians had done was they had had looked at these spiritual gifts and said, these things are of great importance And Paul is going to address throughout the book of of 1 Corinthians that they're not that important. Even if you have all of these things without love, then these things are meaningless, is what he says in chapter 13. And so, whenever we look at the spiritual gifts, they were of great importance, yes. They were of great importance to the Corinthians, yes. But were they of such importance... Uh, of the importance that they put them in, no. And there was a time where those things were going to be done away with, also addressed in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 that we'll get to later on, Lord willing. But these things weren't as important as the Corinthians made them out to be. Their regard for these gifts caused them to be divided one against another. Who is more important? Uh, Who can do this or that? And they were looking at this from two different perspectives. 
Some of them were looking up at others and saying, well, you are more important. And some were looking down at themselves and said, saying, I'm not as important as you are. And it was causing division within the church. And so what Paul is addressing here is that they needed to regard the spiritual gifts properly, that they shouldn't place anyone of, of great importance or of more importance because they have these spiritual gifts or they are able to do this or that and not to place themselves of any less importance because they couldn't do this or that, but to realize that they were united in Christ. They were united in obedience. They were united in baptism into the Spirit of God. Baptism into Christ. They needed to look more at the things that brought them together than at the things that made them different. And that was where they, they ultimately failed they were not looking at these things properly and they were not unified into the one body as they should be. They were not acting as one. They were not uh, serving the Lord as one. And so that is something that is addressed in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Now, next week, Lord willing, I want us to continue reading into verses 14 and through the rest of the chapter and, and see what needed to change, how they needed to change and what Paul says they needed to do in regard to their service and in their worship to God. And thank you again for your kind attention to this lesson. Now stick around for just a moment and I'll be back after a short break to give you more information about our congregation and how you may contact us. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. On behalf of myself and the Mars Hill Church of Christ, we thank you for joining us. We hope you will be back with us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. right here on the Gospel Radio Network at tgrn.org. If you would like to contact us, our phone number is 615-203-3637. If you would like to find out more about our congregation, our website is www.marshillcoc.org. Our email address is marshillcoc at gmail.com. And if you would like to contact us the old-fashioned way, our address is 1135 Rucker Road, Christiana, Tennessee, 37037. If you are in our area, we would love to meet you in person. Our service times are 9 a.m. for Bible study and 10 a.m. for worship on Sunday mornings. Thank you again for joining us, and until we meet again, may God bless you.